Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. Now, here's T spilling the tea in five, four, three, two, one. Greetings, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to Talking with T, the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, your host with the most of trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Robert Minter, and his award-winning talk show, What's Going On? The longest-running show on CTV, produced by Ray Brown and featuring yours truly as his co-host. What's Going On currently airs each Sunday at 2 p.m., but the time will change to Sundays at noon, starting January 1st. You can check out the show on Local Channel 12 and for more ways to watch, visit TalkingWithT.com where you can also see past episodes. Talking With T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on Talking With T. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. It's November 23rd and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mate, singer Molly Cyrus, reality star Snooki, news anchor Robin Roberts, beautiful actress Sally Richardson, rapper Trick Daddy, comedian John Hinton from the sitcom Living Single, and radio show host Tom Joyner. Today on the national calendar is National Cashew Day, National Eat a Cranberry Day, and National Espresso Day. On this date in history, Andrew Beard, an African-American inventor with no formal education in engineering or metalwork, patents the Jerry Coupler, which is designed to automatically join railroad cars and is still used today. It is also the date that J.L. Love patented the pencil sharpener. On November 23, 1980, 1,000 people from 25 states gathered in Philadelphia to form the National Black Independent Party. Also on this date in history in 1993, Death Row Records releases Snoop Doggy Dogg's debut album, Doggy Style. The theme this month is Thanks Through Giving, and we have arrived at Thanksgiving week, the time when we reflect on those things for which we are grateful. We count our blessings and give thanks. A way to express your gratitude is by giving to others and thinking of those less fortunate. The Talking With Tea team would like to wish you and yours a very, very happy Thanksgiving. We here on the show are thankful for you and your support. It is never taken for granted. We appreciate each and every one of you that tune in each week for the latest edition of what you shouldn't be missing. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after we hear the gratitude spoken word poem by Natalie Patterson. You can find the link to her YouTube video on my website under today's show. Whenever life sucks, when all hell has broken loose, and I think I am definitely out for the count this time, I remind myself to count my blessings. I start small. I woke up this morning. I can breathe. 
I am able-bodied, I am well, I have clear thoughts, I can swallow, there is food to eat and clean water to drink, I am warm, I have a home, my mother, my car, it turned on, my computer is new, I have keys to a home, I am loved, I have things to unlock, and maybe this is the key. Having gratitude for everything and every place I'm in, for people and perspectives, how they stay, firmly rooted or shift over time, I want to be like the ocean, large and vast, but always unashamed. I am grateful for this knowing and poetry, for love letters and emails with kind, kind words sent from strangers across the world. I am grateful for tuberoses, for the smell they release, for hair things scattered around my house and car, but always, always within reach for the feeling taking my bra off after a long day brings. Oh, I am grateful for, for good, good friends that FaceTime at 2 a.m. because I sent a text about feeling, feeling lonely. I am grateful for Thrifty's mint chip ice cream on rainy days, for teachers who invested in me beyond subject matter, for the iPhone and all the cool things that it does. I mean, really, what did we do before screenshots? I am ever grateful for activists and allies, for people using their voices, for anger turned strategy, for movements and protests because we are worthy of so much better. I am grateful for Mr. Rogers and Michelle Obama's arms, for the trees and the air, for quiet moments and celebrations. I am grateful for stillness and plane rides across the world to places I have only ever dreamed of. Oh, to be grateful for the memories and the heartbreak that is now behind me. I am grateful for those terrible days. They taught me, birthed my appreciation for tomorrow always coming. For 82 degrees, sunny Sundays with a gentle breeze. I am grateful for contrast and proximity, for sunshine and being prepared for the rain. Oh, I am grateful for friends turned family, for lovers never lost. Oh, I am grateful, eternally, eternally grateful to be whole, healthy, and loved. Welcome back to Talking with Tea. Spilling the tea. Are you ready for this? Let's turn our attention to a few quick bits. As for a happy highlight, 16-year-old Tennessee teen, Emery Pruitt, was one of the youngest students ever to enroll in college as she entered the fall 2020 class at Clark Atlanta University. Her brother Elijah was also accepted. They are the children of proud mom, Karen Pruitt. Actor Michael B. Jordan was hailed by People Magazine as the sexiest man alive in 2020. And just as I was celebrating the engagement of Taraji P. Henson, I learned that she has called off her wedding and split with her fiancé of two years, Kelvin Hayden. Her split followed a 50th birthday girl's trip to Mexico. ET Online reported that after she celebrated a major milestone birthday, she changed her outlook on life. So I guess, hey, that's worth celebrating as well. This makes me think about our theme next month. Dump it in December. You can speculate about where we're going with this, but be sure to tune in and weigh in as we near the end of 2020. The country is still battling a pandemic as COVID-19 seems to be raging out of control. The coronavirus has now killed more than 1.3 million people worldwide, with over 57.4 million people across the world having been diagnosed with the disease. The United States is the worst affected nation with more than 12 million positive cases and over 250,000 deaths. 
Many areas are seeing record-breaking numbers and are seeking ways to reduce the spread by going back to some of the stricter guidelines issued early on. You can get more up-to-date information by visiting our website, TalkingWithT.com. In other news, Donald Trump Jr. and Tennessee coach Philip Fulmer become the latest to be added to the list of those who have tested positive for COVID-19. Ben Carson is reportedly out of the woods after his COVID-19 diagnosis. Carson said he was desperately ill, but now doing better after contracting the coronavirus while attending a White House election party. There are talks of another stimulus package, which is needed as businesses start to close again and food insecurity in America is on the rise. Bobby Brown Jr. was found deceased at his Los Angeles home November 18th, five years following the death of his sister, Bobby Christina. The owner of a drug testing lab in Alabama has been sentenced to several years in prison for falsifying records costing multiple parents to lose custody of their children. Our hearts go out to the friends, family, and community suffering from the loss of Atlanta Elementary School teacher Ricardo Knox, who was shot outside of his apartment by who police believed to be a carjacker. Knox was known to be a dedicated educator, inspiring his students to be their best selves. You know, the world is in such turmoil. As a society, we're dealing with injustice, poverty, crime, and violence, COVID-19, political mayhem, educational disparities, and more. We need a revived focus on unity and caring. I'm troubled by seeing more and more violent crimes involving young teens. I saw where a 12-year-old girl killed her infant brother and another story where a brother stabbed his younger sibling to death because he used up all his mobile internet data. We've got to turn the corner on this. We've got to change how we raise our young people. We've allowed too much to be acceptable, and perhaps they become desensitized, but it's never too late to turn the corner, change our strategy, and reclaim the village mindset as we look forward to 2021. Yeah, yeah. Getting you home with more talk. So come on. Go. And the best conversations. Ooh. It's Talking with T Radio. All right, listeners, by now it should be no surprise. It's time to cover our trending news and hot topics. And today I'm delighted to have none other than our very own know-it-all, Professor Jay. Jay, thank you for joining us for the Thanksgiving edition of Talking With T. How are you? I am doing well. I'm doing well. Just excited about this time of year, uh, even though, you know, things are a little bit different than in previous years, but excited just, you know, to be able to spend time with family and enjoy some good food and just kind of just chill and take things into perspective. Yeah, I feel you. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in a minute, but I want to jump right into one of our hot topics and what continues to be trending in the news, and that's where the current inhabitant of the White House continues to refuse acknowledgement of defeat. I've never seen anything like it. I know this delays a smooth transition and prevents the incoming Biden staff from being informed and briefed on important issues. So what are your thoughts about this? Do you think he'll eventually bow out and move on? You know, 
I know they got a big eviction notice on the door. And we got all kind of people volunteering to help him pack his stuff and move. But right now, as far as I can tell, he's not budging. sure that there's going to be uh, a major to-do with him leaving the White House. He's not going to bow out gracefully, and his exit from the White House will be equally as dramatic, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure that he will find some sort of way to turn it into a full-fledged media event. and you know, if he should happen to go down and play golf at one of the most inopportune times, as he is prone to do, and then come back and find his belongings on the sidewalk, like he had <laughs> not paid rent in four or five months, you know, he'll probably claim renter fraud or housing discrimination or something. It'll probably be some sort of strange, unjustified, Turn of events, but hey, bye for him. Good riddance. Not trying to help him out or anything, but I did hear you couldn't get evicted during COVID, so maybe he can use that as an excuse. I don't think that applies to him. Oh. I mean, he's not getting evicted for non-payment of rent. He's getting evicted because he lost the election. And the person living in the White House, unless unless I totally missed something in uh, social studies class is reserved for the sitting president and seeing as how he's no longer sitting as of January 20th, 2021, I guess he's going to have to be standing <laughs> on the sidewalk <laughs> of 1600 Black Lives Matter Avenue. <laughs> well, I'm sure like us, many people can't wait for that day. And so you're right. I mean, he he does not accept it, but that doesn't change the fact. In fact, I think he's still trying to have votes recounted. And I saw something on social media where, as he's attempting to have these, someone asked why, so he can relose, because it is plainly obvious at this point that even with the recount, I think he would have to overturn the counts in six states in order for it to be declared anything close to him having a possibility of claiming voter fraud or whatever. But he's still saying, I think, as of the time we're recording this show, that he has won. So I don't know about this delusional mental state that he's in, but the crazy thing to me is that he's been able to get other people to join in the fairy tale. Right, so that's all really taking it to another level of craziness. I just want to know if if Melania got some divorce papers ready. That's all I. That's all I want to know. <laughs> I'm sure she does, and as they said, she never unpacked. So I'm sure. In fact, she might already be gone. So she might be the only one, her and Baron, that has some sense of reasoning about all of this. As I look at the state of our country and. I know we need to revive a focus on mental health issues. The only thing I can think about with some of the stories that we share is that the people involved have lost their ever-loving minds. I saw where a Florida man, 36-year-old Ernest McKnight III, took his 8-year-old on a crime spree to, quote, toughen him up. He said he didn't want the kid to be soft. And I'm like, Lord, some of our babies don't have a chance. Did what now? He took his eight-year-old 
on a crime spree. So he committed a series of crimes with his son in tow, saying that he wanted to tuck him up and he didn't want him to be soft. Now, that's the explanation he gave to the police. Okay. Uh, so who has CPS on speed dial? Because they never heard of anything on that order. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean. Eight-year-old. Eight-year-old son. Eight years old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, okay, I, I can see, you know, you want to, quote, unquote, toughen your child up. I know a lot of fathers endeavor to do that, but the effectiveness of that is a whole other topic for another show for another day. But okay. that's not the most ideal way to do it at all, if there were ever an ideal way to do it. Mm-hmm. Earlier. Yeah, a whole crime spree. Earlier in the show, I talked about my fear and what's troubling my heart. As I see stories involving violent crimes, having more and more young people, and I say young, young teenagers, at the center of it. But, of course, if they're being trained by adults like this, then that explains some of it. Right. But, uh-huh. as you said, that that that's clearly indicative of some underlying mental issues and some parents who clearly are not fit to be parents. So, Jay, on another note, I'm sitting here really tripping that we are still dealing with COVID-19. And after all the people who've become ill and all those that have passed, leaving their loved ones to grieve, people are still around here acting lax about fighting the pandemic. Lincoln County Mayor Bill Newman said it isn't that he's anti-science. He's an Auburn University trained veterinarian, and he says he understands science. He said that the virus is science, and it's true. He believes masking helps prevent the spread of it. But he doesn't feel he should mandate people wearing masks at this time. That being said, he also believes that his guidance comes from the Holy Spirit, and he will not mandate masks until the Holy Spirit moves him to do so. The Bible also says that the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us into all truth. And he's already admitted that the truth of the matter is that masks do cut down on the spread of the virus, if I heard you correctly. That's correct. So the logic isn't adding up here. I don't know what kind of Holy Ghost he got, but, you know. The Holy Ghost also gives us common sense. Yeah, there are people in his town who are a little bit frustrated and put off with him and his justification or his waiting, if you will, of the Holy Spirit to give him a sign that he should mandate mass. Well, let me ask this question. The church that he goes to, are there snakes involved in worship? (laughs) I don't know. I was thinking that earlier. I'm not sure. But listen to this. Along those lines, I'm going to read a part of a sermon. This is for somebody else, from E.W. Jackson out of Virginia. He said, I don't have the coronavirus. I'm not going to get the coronavirus. I'm not going to give anybody the coronavirus because I can't get it. Because I talked to God about it, and I've taken my vaccine. My vaccine is Psalm 91, and I'm free from this mess. Amen? Amen. And I declare you can be free from it, too. Now, I read that from one of his sermons, and I believe it is this type of irresponsible messaging 
that fuels the spread. Oh, let me mention, by the way, that the right Reverend Jackson, the one whose message I just read, has since tested positive himself. Oh, the irony. Really? So the verse in Psalm 91 that says that the plague won't even come now your dwelling. Well, that's what he said his vaccine was. Psalm 91, maybe that's he, what he knew. Maybe he, maybe he skipped that verse. I'm just tripping how people are justifying their response to COVID-19 in all kind of ways. And I know it's a lot to deal with. It's something new. It's novel. We've never dealt with anything like this before. So I guess people find their own strategies as far as how they cope. But we got this one man saying that the vaccine comes from Psalms 91, that he won't be touched, and had all these people thinking pretty much that Christians couldn't get the virus as he has the virus. And then you have the other one sitting there waiting on the Holy Spirit to tell him to wear a mask. So I don't know. Again, I don't know what kind of Holy Ghost they got, what kind of Bible they read, but can't say that I'm familiar with. with yeah, we're not on one accord. No, but no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> well, Jay, although things may be different this year, as you started talking about earlier, we are about to celebrate Thanksgiving the best we can. And many families have holiday traditions from who brings what to who sits where. And we all have that special family recipe. From the hot Cheeto turkey to the fried mashed potato balls. And this year, I saw some dogs on Power 8 basic turkey. It looked a whole mess. It was blue. So I guess the turkey's whatever color the Power 8 is, but I just cannot. So listeners, if you have um, a unique Thanksgiving recipe, we would love to know about it. Call our talk line, leave a comment on our website. Or on social media. Jay, do you have any of these strange and unique recipes that you cook for Thanksgiving? Well, not that I cook, but I was scrolling through social media, and there Mm -hmm. seems to be a uh, popular recipe that's making the rounds for a water pie. It apparently was popular during the Great Depression, uh, the caption goes, for one of the posts. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because I know, and I mentioned earlier, we are suffering as a country some food insecurities. But I'm going to have to get you to explain very slowly how you make a water pie. Okay. So there's a whole video that shows how Mm -hmm. to make it, and there is indeed a recipe. You take a pie crust. You pour water into said pie crust. You mix up flour and sugar. Sprinkle the flour and sugar into the water that you poured into the pie crust. Put butter on top of the water, flour, and sugar mixture, and you bake said pie. Mm -hmm. And then you let it sit until it firms up, almost supposedly like a custard of sorts. Have you tried it? No, ma'am, and I won't be. That was my next question. Were you going to try it? Mm-mm. I, I, and I've even seen a variation involving Sprite instead of water. Mm. Okay, so listeners, uh, if any of you are making a water pie, if you've tried it, we'd love to know your take on this new recipe and, again, any others that you may have. But, Jay, along with us wishing our listeners a happy Thanksgiving, I want to wish you and your family one as well. 
is that will have to be it for this bit, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. And you know I'm going to say it. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com. Share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Gratitude is the best attitude. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours once again from the Talking With Tea team. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.